It's time for Fed Talk, the live show for Feds in the Know. From federal agencies to Capitol Hill, the attorneys of Shaw, Bransford, and Roth bring in experts from across the federal community to bring you inside the issues. Fed Talk is meant to provide general information about legal issues. However, the views expressed in this program are not intended to provide legal counseling. Listeners are cautioned not to rely upon any statements made in resolving legal issues they may face, but instead to consult with their own attorney about specific situations. Attorneys are not engaged in providing legal services while appearing on the program and are not responsible in any manner for the consequences that may stem directly or indirectly from reliance on any statement made during this program. Good morning and welcome to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. Today's show is a show we do at least once a year. We bring in some of our partners from the federal community who service the federal community and bring the community some additional employment products that aren't necessarily available um, and are not actually available to non-federal employees. Um, So it's always great to be able to share this information with our listeners. Um, So we have um, a friend and one of our favorites, Joan Melanson, Um, who is with Long-Term Care Partners. They are the provider of long-term care insurance to the federal employees. Good morning, Joan. Welcome back. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be back here in uh, nice, toasty D.C. Yeah. Uh, Not tomorrow, but today, um, because that's the kind of weather weather patterns we currently have. Joan's been with Long-Term Care Partners since 2002, and she runs their outreach and educational components, essentially educating, getting the word out to federal workers about the long-term care insurance program, um, the components of it, what to consider, and then how to, if you're interested, how to purchase it. Um, And we will be getting into all those details um, in a moment. But also with us, it's his his second rodeo with us. It's wonderful to be here at Second time. Yeah. Thank you. Shane Canfield is the CEO of WEPA, us in the know. We call it WEPA. Um, It is the Worldwide Assurance for Employees of Public Agencies. And um, but everybody knows it is WEPA. And um, WEPA is an uh, an association for federal employees and um, bringing to them financial products um, the big ticket item that they bring to to um, federal employees is life insurance as a supplemental component to the Fegley. And we're really pleased, Shane, to have you back. Thank you. Because we know WEPA's got some, um, some changes, really, really um, interesting, good changes for their members and for those who are thinking about becoming a member of WEPA. So we look forward to getting caught up to speed on what those new products are. Thank you for giving me the chance to do it. Yeah. So um, so it really is. It's one of those shows that I think if you're in your 20s and 30s, you think like, why do I need to listen to this, right? Long-term care insurance and life insurance, right? I'm not there yet. And I want to say to all of you people who think that, you have to get it now because now's when you can afford it. And, of course, tragedy strikes all of us, I mean, or any of us. It's so random. Um but um, but there are some traditional formulas for when to buy and what to buy. So, Joan, we're going to start with you on long-term care insurance. And um, for so sort of for the basics, we, we should explain what long-term care insurance is because it's, it's not buying Blue Cross Blue Shield. Absolutely. And people get very confused about what long-term care is. So let me start off by saying what long-term care is not. It is not medical insurance. So if you have um, FEHB, um, if you have um, uh, Medicare, uh, if you have any kind, TRICARE, any kind of plan like that, that's health insurance. Health insurance pays when you are getting better, when you need medical care. Long-term care is when you're not getting better. So now I'm getting to the most uh, uplifting part of the conversation. It's when you need assistance with what we call activities of daily living, eating, bathing, dressing, when you need someone to physically help you, or if you need what we call verbal cueing. Deborah, it's uh, cold outside, put on a coat mm-hmm. when you have Alzheimer's and those those types mm-hmm. of ailments. So it's it's people think of it as end of life type of 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 um, care that you need, 
But in actuality, it can happen to people yeah. of all ages. And as you say, it's it's kind of random when something like that mm-hmm. will will happen. It could be an accident or it could be a number of, of debilitating diseases that you can get when you're younger. And and so that sort of brings me to the second, you know, second consideration here, which is, you know, we think about it for someone, you know, for, for old people. And the reality is that the longer you wait to get it, which is obviously when you think it's more likely you're going to need it, mm-hmm. the more expensive it is. So there's, is there a sweet spot of when you suggest um, people really seriously consider buying a, a, a package of long-term care insurance? Well, what I'd like to say is when you're younger, you should think about the issue of long-term care before you even think about insurance. And that means that you think about your whole situation, what's your family situation, what are your needs and desires, what's your support system, um, how do you feel about risk, um, what it, what's, your, what's your budget, what's your, what's your family history, a number of things. So I suggest that when you are um, thinking of retirement planning, and that could be when you're 40, um, 40 and onward, where you're starting to have visions of what retirement is going to be, and you're thinking about all of your benefits and kind of getting your financials in order. The one thing that could really derail your um, whole nest egg is long-term care. And and I think it's important then you have a family conversation about, you know, letting people in your family know what what's what's going on with you, what do you think about if, if something were to happen, not that you expect it to to happen anytime soon, but you have everybody in the know so they're not second guessing and you are putting a plan together, at least starting to consider a plan. You don't have to put it together when you're 40. Consider putting a plan together before an emergency happens. So people aren't, when they're in the in the mm-hmm. in a stressful situation, trying to figure things out. Yeah. So that's the planning piece of it. Now when you're doing this planning, then you think about is long-term care insurance right for me? It's not going to be the solution for everybody. And I want to be very clear about that. So you need to think about, does long-term care insurance work for me? And if it does, is the federal long-term care insurance program the right insurance program? Because there are many private plans out there too. And in fact, we encourage people to um, shop around, make sure that you are getting the best plan that meets your needs. Because I'm not here pushing the federal long-term care insurance program. What I'm here to do is to educate people about long-term care in general, and and that's what we do, and that's what we, that's the education that we provide. Yeah, I think it's I think it's difficult for people, uh, particularly in their 30s, um, where you know all of a sudden they're acting like an adult, right? They're mm-hmm. they're in um, um, lifetime relationships, they're having children, mm-hmm. um, they're buying a home, which is the number one reason that and children, why people go to work, to pay a mortgage, uh, to support their, to put a roof over their heads. And um, and I think just personally looking back, I feel like it was very difficult to confront what, what why I would need long-term care insurance and at what stage. Um, and, and I think that in today's economy and the amount of financial restraints and, and, challenges that people have. Long-term care insurance is a great deal. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good deal for future replanning. You, you, you consider it retirement planning, don't you, Joan? I do. I would say at 30, you have so many other things on your plate. I mean, you're, you're having a mortgage that you're paying for. If you've got kids, you might, you're thinking of, of saving money for college. You're doing a whole bunch of things. And that's why it's when you go further along in your life cycle. And so when you say an age, what's the right age? If you're having kids later, you may be getting this later, but when you're doing your retirement planning, that's the time. And 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 I so I can't say, Deborah, what's mm-hmm. perfect for you or for Shane or for anybody. What I can say is, what's your plan and do you have it? Mm-hmm. I can tell you that our average age of purchase is 53, and that 50% of people who are purchasing this product, the federal program, are under the age of 55. So they are if the message is getting out you don't buy this when you're ready to use it which is har- a harder sell because i start talking to you at at 53 about purchasing long-term care insurance and you look at me like i have five heads like 
I'm not old. I'm 53. Why should I be purchasing a product for I, old people? And I think I read that the average age of when a claim is filed is either 75 or 76 or it's about 75. So here I'm saying, now look, <laughs> you're you're 53. Uh, our average age of using this is 75, and you're like, wow. That's really, really I can old, wait. But I, yeah, why would I buy it now? I'm going on vacations. I'm, you know, I'm having fun. And you're talking to me about assistance in eating, with eating, bathing, dressing, those things. And it's, it's a tough conversation. Unless people start talking to others, they talk to their family, and they're really getting serious about putting a plan together. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's wise advice that it's part of your retirement planning which clearly people by their 40s and early 50s are clearly thinking about. And if you make it part of retirement planning, mm-hmm. I think that's a it's a it's a more logical way of thinking Absolutely. about long-term care insurance. Um, we're going to talk about what the products are that long-term mm-hmm. that that um, the long-term care partners offers to federal the federal workforce. After we take our first break, you're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. If you uh, are just joining us, today's show is a uh, a show where we're offering information about um, products, benefits that are available exclusively to the federal workforce. We have Joan Melanson from Federal Long-Term Care Partners talking with us about long-term care insurance. And after our next break, Shane Canfield from WAPO will rejoin us um, to talk about the benefits, um, and the member benefits associated with joining WEPA, which um, which uh, most people associate with um, life insurance. But Joan, right before the break, we were talking about the sort of when you know what what long term care insurance is or is not, um, and when somebody generally starts to think about it. Now, um, let's educate our listeners. Like, what what are the options? What can they buy? And generally, what do those costs look like to somebody? Well, what you pay is um, a matter of the benefits that you select, as well as your age when you purchase it. And that's why we encourage people to buy long-term care insurance, whether it's the federal long-term care insurance program or any long-term care insurance program. It's probably very similar to life insurance. You buy when you're, when you're younger because it's less expensive. You don't wait until you're ready to use it um, because then we have medical underwriting for starters, and secondly, it's um, um, a matter of, of your age. So um, our average premium right mm-hmm. now for what we call the, t- the plan that people choose typically is about $1,600, which I find very- A year? In- a year, which I find very interesting because the perception is that this insurance is very expensive. And if I were to go like two months of health insurance, I go and I when I say to people, they'll say, oh, I can't afford it. And then I'll say, what do you think it it would cost you? And people very much overestimate. It's the cost of care that's expensive in today's today an average. And I'm not talking about the D.C. area or the Boston area where I'm from is eighty thousand dollars for nursing home. Eighty thousand annually annually. And that's going up four percent a year. So the cost just bankrupt people. That's that's very, very expensive. Now bankrupts you. um, What I like to call this um, non nursing home insurance. That's John Melanson speaking, because I think that people who have this, I know that people who have this policy use the benefits to stay at home. Mm -hmm. We have a very strong stay at home benefit, and and because people are getting, you know, have the money and can pay to have people come in. About 85, over 85% of our care, the dollars that we pay, and we're paying about $16 million a month, and it's growing every year. Every time I look at it, that number's bigger. 
That's being paid. Boomers. That's being paid. Those baby boomers. Yes, (laughs) that's being paid out um, for care at home and for assisted living care facilities. But a very small amount is being paid in nursing home. And the beauty of that is that care is less expensive at home. But the most important thing is we all want to age in place, and no one wants to leave their homes. Right. I mean. That's that's home. You don't want to go into an institution yeah. unless you really absolutely have to. And often I, th- I sort of talk about a continuum of care. You start off needing just a little bit of care at home. And yeah. anybody who's dealt with, with caregiving sees that. And as the demands become more intense and it becomes 24-7, that's really too much of a burden um, unless you have somebody come in all the time and then go to a facility. Right. And most... You know, um, most people um, in family situation, you know, they're, they'll end up um, taking care of their aging parents or their aging mm-hmm. siblings and um, bring them into their home. Absolutely. Um, or if they live close by, you know, they'll be uh, going to their... After their, work. Their, yeah. <laughs> and the reality is that what you just said, which is, you know, long-term care insurance is not because you're going to get better. You're going to, you know... Theoretically, it's in all likelihood you're going to get worse. Right. The demand on the caregiver, the family member, is so great that what long-term care insurance does is it just gives that caregiver, first of all, it offers the financial purchase mm-hmm. of service, but the caregiver probably has his or her, her own life. How many of us could just simply stop working to take care of a family member 24-7? It's just it's just not feasible for most people. In fact, most people are so busy. If I said, "What? how much free time do you have? You'd say, I don't have any. But in reality, if a family member needs care, you find that time. We all do. Families take care of, of, of families. And I like to say that long-term care is a family affair. Because if you buy long-term care insurance, or if you have a plan for your, for your long-term care issues then that's the best gift you can give to your family because that offers them, as you say, a little bit of a respite so they can have help with the caregiving. But, you know, the financial stress, mm-hmm. if it takes a little bit of the stress, you can't you can't take away the emotional stress of caregiving and watching somebody um, and taking care of someone in that situation. I've been through it. And, uh, you know, nothing will alleviate that. Money won't do it. But at least having that piece of it taken care of Helps a little bit. Yeah. So did you say, did I did I get that right? 50% of what you're paying out today is for in-home care? It's 85%, oh, 85%. is either at home or it an is assisted. in assisted living care uh, facilities. Wow. I mean, because people that, don't want to go to a nursing home. And in fact, now they're, and I think we're going to see it over time even more with some of the robotic technology I'm seeing and all the things that are, are, are happening uh, I think, you know, we're going to see people staying at home more and more. In fact, we have what we call an, a stay-at-home benefit, which you can use some of your um, uh, benefit dollars to adapt things in your home so you can stay there, you know, hand bars and, and ramps and things like that, because people want to stay, stay at, at home. home. Yeah, you know, it's really, I, I think the last time you were on the show, I said this, I'm showing my age. I remember 20 years ago when I first, you know, I was, you know, as an employee, learned about long-term care insurance. It was, you know, it's a sort of a frightening thought because it was like just literally nursing home, right? Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. It was, that's what you, you couldn't buy 20 years ago. I, I don't know if you, I don't think you could buy care at home. Um, you know, the advent, the baby boomers have really, um, I don't know how, but they've really insisted upon the culture of our society has really enhanced this product from what it was 20, 25 years ago. Um, and, and you see that now in the claims you're paying out. That's what people want. They want and, to be at home. And not only do we have um, our, our at-home benefit has informal care. And what that means is that you don't have to get your care from a licensed home health care agency, but you can get care from family members who aren't living with you at the time of of uh, of claim. So your spouse couldn't do it, but you could pay your sister to move in with you. You could have any any uh, other family member or friends or anybody you know come in and take care of you. And some people like that, particularly in the beginning. We have a a lot of dollars going for this informal care, and it can be less expensive too. Mm-hmm. That's um, the point I was making. That most most people they don't have a. a 
a life, they're not positioned in life where they could just simply stop working to mm -hmm. go take care of a family member or a friend. Um, and that benefit would is used to pay them, essentially. Absolutely. I mean, it wouldn't cover maybe a job, but maybe it supplements it in some way yeah. to, to to help people uh, cut back their hours or whatever, because people will do that because you, you do want to take care of uh, family members. So what... What are the types of products, what are the options for um, federal employees if they're thinking about buying long-term care insurance from long-term care partners? What are the things they can buy? What are, what are, you, what are the product lines? Okay, it's, it's, one, it's one product. Um, you buy a benefit amount, a daily benefit that we would pay for a certain period of time, which is called the, the benefit period, and, um, and that results when you do the multiplication for, with a pool of money. And you use and and then you select which inflation option you want. Do you want it to inflate at four percent a year, five percent, or do you want to purchase inflation every two years to increase that amount? And then you um, can use the claims dollar. You can use those benefit dollars at home in an assisted living care facility or in a nursing home. Um, we don't restrict it. Um, once you're unable to perform two out of the five activities of daily living, we pay those claims dollars. So those are the only choices that, that you make. We try to keep it really simple um, because insurance is very complicated. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be talking more complications in a oh, moment to yes. Shane about life insurance. But so they buy a daily benefit amount. Do the, are the amounts set or can they, they set are. the amount? We, we offer, you know, from, you know, $100, you know, 150 200 250 and so forth. The typical plan that, that, yeah. that is purchased is um, $150 a day for three years. Because it's, it can be longer than three years. That that means that you're using $150 every single day. And usually, when you start off in a nursing in a uh, at home care, you're only using it a few times a week. So that could stretch out to four years, five years, as long as you want to manage it. So we do have our complexities that that we're trying to um, communicate, and and so you can read not only about our insurance product, but just about long term care in general on our website. I mean, we it's it's an extremely comprehensive uh, website, and that's ltcfeds.com. Mm -hmm. And um, we have a lot of very good tools there. Um, and, and we have an online consultant tool that will sort of walk you through, you know, thinking about different scenarios and how insurance might make sense for your situation. We have a cost of care calculator. So, you know, I can say, well, the, 80000 is the average cost of a nursing home. What does average mean? You might want to look to see what is it in D.C.? What is it in, in Houston? Right, I was going to ask you that. Part of the consideration is, is, am I right, part of the consideration in, buy, in figuring out what your daily benefit is, is where you think you're going to be. Like what part of the country do you think you're going to access your long-term care? Because if you're accessing it in D.C., that's a whole different um, marketplace than um, Minneapolis. Absolutely, but the other consideration is, I would I would say to, to somebody thinking about this is, you don't need to cover a hundred percent of the cost either. First of all, your care is going to be less outside of a nursing home, and secondly, you probably have money coming in from your 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 pension or your annuity and, and social security to cover some of those costs. So you might want to co-insure the costs because I can't tell you if you're ever going to need this this product and for how long it's not like life insurance you know Shane will tell you I can guarantee you're going to die <laughs> I can't I can't tell you when that's going to be I can't tell you if you're ever going to need long-term care at what age and for how long so I'm talking to you about a product with so much uncertainty that it's I often say hedge your bets mm -hmm. make sure you have a plan in place if long-term care insurance is, is part of that plan, then have enough to cover, you know, a good portion, a catastrophic, catastrophic, very solid plan, but don't think about covering every last dollar. To me, it's like it's homeowner's insurance, which mortgage companies require, so we don't have a choice. Right. Um, in the old days, actually, you, you didn't have to buy homeowners, but... Um, you know, given the option, who would buy a house and not have homeowners? My brother-in-law used to say it's the kind of insurance you never want to invoke, but always want to have. You got um, that right. I'm hoping that mm -hmm. you know, when I die, I die in my sleep and it goes like that. I mean, I can't imagine. Right. No one wants to have a catastrophic event in their home and have to invoke their homeowner's mm -hmm. insurance. But yet we all 
want to carry sufficient homeowner's insurance for that catastrophic event. Just in case. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what I said. It's the it's, I like to think of long-term care insurance as the insurance on your nest egg, your retirement savings, because if you, if, you know, need it, then it's there as a protection. Yeah, and that's a point that you made to us pre-show um, in some of your talking points that I think is, to me, the takeaway here. Mm-hmm. You know, people work very hard, particularly federal employees. They work very hard for 20, 30 years, um, often, you know, raising children, putting them through college, and still on the side building a nest egg, mm-hmm. which can disappear overnight if you don't have long-term care insurance. Absolutely. And so I, I liked your point that it's really insurance on the nest egg. Yes. So um, you uh, remind people, it's Long-Term Care Partners. The website is? Um, LTCFeds.com. And we have an 800 number. What what we usually suggest to people is educate yourself. Read. Um, we, we do a lot of, we have webinars, a very comprehensive webinar program. Um, that you know you can listen to live or we archive everything. We have a lot of tools on our website. And then we also have an 800 number. So if you start looking Just at everything and you want to talk to a real person, and we pick up the phone fast, knowledgeable um, consultants will pick up the phone. They're not agents. They don't work on commission. And that's um, 1-800-LTC-FEDS. We try to keep it simple. 1-800-LTC-FEDS and www.ltcfeds.com and everything is there and there is a lot of information there um, and it's really uh, the responsibility is to educate yourself and call us because some people want that personal touch some people want us to explain everything and they want us to work with them from soup to nuts others just have that one question some people do it all on their own yeah. so we, we offer what I call high touch to high tech and everything in between. And we find that people spend a lot of time, feds are very fastidious about understanding this. They want to know what they're buying. They don't want to make a mistake. And we will often touch people, as I say, seven to 12 times before they make a decision. And it happens over a period of time. And it's oftentimes when someone has been through an experience because we go out and do a lot of uh, in-person events and or at conferences and you and I've been at conferences where they'll come over and say I've just been through this long-term care experience with my mom or my dad and I don't want to put my kids through that or I don't want to put my spouse through that you know it's it's that kind of thing that um it gets people thinking about it because you're thinking about something you don't want to think about Mm -hmm. it's like putting your will together who wants to sit down and even if you put your will together when was the last time you've reviewed it and it's you have to think of your changing situation. Good advice from Joan Melanson of Long-Term Care Partners, the uh, program that offers um, long-term care insurance just to the federal workforce. We're going to take our mid-show break. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with Shane Canfield of WEPA um, to learn more about their product line and their new products. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 a.m. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. If you're a federal law enforcement officer, then you know to do your job, you tap inside sources. To have a voice on policy and legislation, you join FLIOA. And when you want federal law enforcement officer news and up-to-date federal court decisions, you read FedAgent.com. If you aren't reading FedAgent.com, subscribe today. It's free. Don't let this source pass you by. I'm John Adler, president of the Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. I'm hosting today's show. Today's show is an information show of special products and benefits um, available only to the federal workforce. For the first half of the show, we had Joan Melanson from Federal Long-Term Care Partners, the group that offers federal long-term care insurance, a really, really super product that 
um, for those of us who aren't federal employees, wish we had access to. And of course, I want to say that about the next product, which is from WEPA. Um, Shane Canfield is their CEO. Shane, you've been with WEPA since? March 14th of last year. Last year. So, um, and and my, what progress you've made and what changes you've brought them. Um, and so why don't we first, for our, our listeners, um, wh- what is WEPA? Let's start there, and then we'll talk about what your products are and some of your changes. Well, we've been around since 1943. Uh, we are a nonprofit, and we are a, an association. So it's a, open to civilian federal employees. <clears throat> and what we do is sit in the middle in between an insurance carrier and the individual insured. So uh, we provide... Uh, we negotiate rates, we, we um, assist with paying claims, we do customer service, we do billing and collecting of premiums. All of the servicing of, <clears throat> of the life insurance uh, product and the purchase and experience. And <clears throat> that's a necessary piece. Uh, most employers, for example, would have somebody sitting in between the insurance company and their employees Uh, unions, the same thing. So it's not uncommon, but what WEPA does that's a little bit different is that over the past several decades, there's been a move away from associations, employers, unions, away from doing that servicing in-house and hiring a third-party administrator, which is the industry term, but it, it aptly describes what they do. All those functions, I just talked about it. And there's some arguments to be made for that. Well, maybe we'll save a half a percent on the premium or something. <clears throat> that's arguable. Uh, and, People like good customer service. Well, that's exactly right. So that's we what look Joan a, was just saying, right? We look they a they touch seven times. Yeah, exactly. So we look a little old, old school. We have kept the same model for um, many, many years, since 1943, where we do the service. And the idea is that nobody is going to be better, listen to our members more, Treat them better than us. So why do we want to farm that out to a third party? And so WAPA is a little different. You know, our, our board is all um, senior um, civilian federal employees. Uh, it's been that way since it was started during World War II. And we have only serviced the federal employees. In fact, we started by providing life insurance to OSS members mm-hmm. when they it's couldn't get story, it because yeah. they were civilian feds, they were in war zones, yeah. and all life insurance programs Would, back then wouldn't cover would it. Wouldn't insure you if you were in a right. war zone. Right, and the Fegley didn't exist. So there's a long and I think very um, comforting story there that, yeah. that we still operate as a nonprofit with service in mind. Yeah, and your, and your big product, your big piece, although... <laughs> foreshadowing there's more out there coming from WEPA Um, but your big piece has always been life insurance and so for our listeners who as federal employees get Fegley Mm -hmm. why um, why should they consider WEPA they're get they can get Fegley yeah well we we like to position ourselves as a a supplement Mm -hmm. some of our people do uh, buy all their insurance through us and we'll talk a little bit about why that might make even more sense later but the idea is that you, you're going to get a good deal from your employer plan because your employer, at least for Fegley Basic, is helping subsidize that premium. <clears throat> Plus, you can, um, you're automatically enrolled. That's a big one. So you don't have to go through medical underwriting. Um, WEPA does, um, and we've had great success, 40,000 federal employees uh, from all different civilian agencies uh, are part of it. It's $30 million of premium. Financially, it's very stable. Um, and uh, at the present moment, our plan mirrors the Fegley plan. So we do that so that people can compare rates and compare benefits more easily. Sure. Like, for example, most private insurers would have smoker, non-smoker rates, male, female rates. They'd have different rates for different medical conditions. We don't do any of that. So um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's growing, and it has. You know, financially, we, um, we have great reserves. Uh, we usually do a premium refund each year. We, um, I, was, I was talking to you about that before the break. Uh, we'll typically return... Now, there is no guarantee here because this is dependent upon the loss experience on the overall book of business. But 
for the last two decades. But you have a good track record. We do. We do. We've, we averaged 20, 25% for the last two decades. And, uh, in in return last... a premium to your members who paid you the premium. Right, yeah. right. And it's, so it, 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 it's paid out $92 million. We've returned a premiums over the last 20 years. So uh, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. $30 million book. Yeah, you impressed Joan with that number <laughs> well, <laughs> before and, the show. And, and the, the truth is some people say, well, what, maybe that means you're charging too much to begin with. Well, not really. It's a financially um, prudent thing to do. And if you talk to any mutual insurance company, they're, they're, they have healthy reserves. And why? Because when the financial times go bad and you don't make as much money on your investments, or you get a lot of claims, you've got to have a way to recover from that without saying, oh gosh, you know, now we've got to amp up your premiums dramatically to cover those ex- exposures. So so for federal workers, um, and I remember this from last year when you were on the show, Shane, that I think that's a very, that that is the most appropriate way for them to consider the WEPA product. It's a supplement. Right. Your employer's going to give you basic, and then if you want to buy more life insurance, which from the conversation Joan and I were having in your 40s and 50s, um, you know, particularly federal workers who are, you know, not, you know, they're not in working class wages um, and they have assets. Um, you know, life insurance is how you preserve your financial nest egg if something happens to you. And thinking, I think, of WEPA as the supplement to the basic is a good way of then going into and looking at apples to apples. Right. Fegley, additional versus the WEPA additional. And when you do that, you know, WEPA has always had, I guess I'm allowed to say it, but their premium structure is substantially less, um, above the basic, um, is substantially less than WEPA. Um, and it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's America. It's good to have competition. It's good to look at the competitive product. Um, so I think that that's a good way to sort of frame it for people who are listening, is this is your supplement, right? Um, WEPA, you know, to be considered that way. Now, there are, there's a couple, there's a few big changes um, that I think is very worthwhile for your members to hear about and also for people who are thinking, um, you know, of, of entering into, you know, a marketplace for supplemental life insurance. You have some, you have some news to share with us, starting with um, your carrier. Yes, um- so we've had uh, the previous carriers since in various iterations of that original company, which was the Equitable Life Insurance, from 1943 until this year. So how many years is that? I think it's 70 <clears throat> or more. Maybe it's so 80. So we switched January 1 uh, to New York Life. We're very excited about that. We put this out on the market. Um, we had... Uh, all of the big carriers that are in this space um, want in this business because it's financially stable, it's financially sound, it's fully credible from an actuarial standpoint. It's it's the golden egg. There's no problem. So all the carriers bid on it. And uh, we did that for a number of reasons, yeah. but um, all of them relate back to the member, uh, the, insur- the insurers, the members of WEPA. And, and I would say Financial is the first one. Uh, they cost less money. The insurance company doesn't take a big piece of the premium because we do. WEPA does the administration. So the insurance company's 5 6 7% of premium goes to the insurance company itself. But how the insurance company operates, how they work with us on underwriting, how they work with us on uh, communication back and forth, importantly, how efficient they are with filing, and I don't want to get too detailed, but how they work with filing within state insurance departments, which we have to do. All of these because you're pieces, selling in all fifty states. Yeah, and all of these pieces are extremely critical in the efficiency of our operation. Um, another thing that we're doing with them now is teleunderwriting, for example, where we've gotten rid of at least the first pass at that huge questionnaire. So now you just fill in a few basic questions. And then you could do the underwriting on a phone call. So all of these things, plus the lower cost, was one of the primary. Was New why York we Life switched. offered you a, a and New York offered, Life, yeah. and of course they're they're in in the affinity insurance business, which is what this is considered a group plan. That's not an employer plan. It's called an affinity plan. Um, they're the gold standard. So we were th- we're thrilled to do this. It was a win win in every possible way for our members. Yeah. 
and um and like I said, you know, it's America, capitalism, free market. It's good every once in a while to shop your product. Right. And um, and New York Life is a terrifically reputable company. So it's, um, I'm really pleased to be able to announce that on the air to our listeners. Um, and, of course, WAPE is very pleased with it because of all the right. um, efficiencies and right. that you will get out of being partnered with New York Life. There are a couple of um, other new um, products that WAPA is bringing to its members, um, which we do want to talk about. But we're taking um, the last commercial break of our show. You're listening to Fed Talk on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM. Make long-term care insurance part of your retirement plan. Long-term care is expensive, and it's not covered by traditional types of insurance plans. With benefits designed specifically for the federal family, the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program offers a smart way to help protect savings and assets and remain independent should you need long-term care services someday. Start planning for the future. Take the next step and visit ltcfeds.com today. That's ltcfeds.com. Welcome back to Fed Talk. I'm Deborah Roth. Today's show is a, a show, an information show about additional insurance products that are available only to federal employees. At the beginning of the show, for the first part, we had Joan Melanson from Federal Long-Term Care Partners, the um, the group that offers long-term care insurance to federal workers. You can go back and listen to that. It'll post to the internet if you want some very good, straightforward, easy to understand information about the product um, and the variations of the product that they offer federal workers. Now we're speaking with Shane Canfield, who is the CEO of WEPA, um, who um, it's a member association. You're only eligible to join the association, Shane, if you're a federal worker, right? Civilian, yes. Civilian. Yep. Civilian federal worker. And we were, um, Shane just um, informed us about change of carrier to New York Life um, after, I don't, we, none, none of us can do the math, but it feels like <laughs> 75 years. Yeah. 75 years with the same carrier. So it sounds very exciting. But we also know that WEPA has two additional products that they, they're off, they're, they will be offering um, their members, and we're excited to be able to showcase those um, on the show today. They're not available yet. Right. <clears throat> and and just bef- before I mention that, I also want to say on the member side, the member experience, when you're, we have dramatically changed and shortened and made easier the application experience itself. We spent a lot of time with that. There's some state-of-the-art technology there that makes that process easier. And um uh, like like Joan and, and her organization has great online tools. We have amped that, all of that up for us, so it's very easy to compare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been on your website. Yeah. So that's all brand new as of 112. We rolled that out with the new carrier. Um, the other thing, we've, um, we haven't started um, advertising and talking about this yet, um, but I'm doing it on, on your show here uh, for the first time. We um, and we'll start advertising, getting the word out, uh, really after seven one, uh, July one. We're going to do two things with Which our. Turns out it's not that far away. No, it, it, I know time is flying, and um, so on seven one, we're going to double our life insurance uh, face value offering. So right now we're at seven fifty, we're going to double that to one point five million, um, <clears throat> and. One of the things, another thing that we've been doing is we've been talking to our members. We've been having conversations with them, and we've been polling them. And then we also know, just living here, for example, most feds are in, in metro areas. Uh, you know, we have the largest concentration here, but we also have big concentrations in the, the major cities, you know, L.A. and Chicago. Mm-hmm. and San Francisco, Houston, New York. Exactly. All of the high-cost <laughs> areas. 750 is a good number, but it's not enough for many people. One of the things is we've done some demographic surveys of our members that we're starting to know, things which aren't part of the insurance purchasing process, but we've gone to our members with two large surveys and tell us about yourselves. Tremendous response rate. People really did that. Uh, Well, a third of our members are in the 100 to 150 income range. 
that's a household income. Not necessarily not, their income, not but the necessarily their the income. One, but the household. And then another quarter of them are over 150000 You know, living in the D.C. area, for example, um, housing is tremendously expensive. College, uh, well, that's a national expense. But all of the things that you would want to protect with life insurance, seven fifty is really uh, a minimal amount. So what we've decided— well, it's not- Minimal. Uh, maybe that is the right word, because uh, it's a lot of money. You know, um, it's it just doesn't get the job done for people living in these high cost areas. Because because when you told me this before the show, I I was I I had reflected back on my work to get ready for the show, and I looked at your website and I saw the range. You could buy twenty five thousand to seven fifty, and I had the thought that wow, seven fifty is a lot you can get from WEPA at very affordable rates, right? Um, and I was always scheming of how I could pretend to be a federal employee. That's a joke. Um, I'm joking, but it's 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 really a great product. New York Life, affordable rates, seven fifty, minimal underwriting at my age, right? Um, but I thought for many people with children right. and a home in the D.C. <clears throat> or L.A. or San Francisco or New York area, they're going to need another supplement, right? right. And if WAPA <clears throat> supplemental insurance. You know, you're buying three insurances. You're getting your Fegley Basic. You're getting your WEPA, um, you know, 750 supplement. For many people who really want to think this through and be fully insured in case something happens to them and they have kids and a spouse, um, you know, you're going to need more insurance. Right. And and um, So then you told me that you've doubled it. I was like, wow, that's dead on. No, right. no pun intended. No, it's no. Um, and and our and and some of the the, the surveys that we've done uh, now now we know for example seventy eight percent of our um, population our current population this may change in the future is is married uh, they are married ninety three percent own their own home uh, the. Um, you know, I don't have the percentage with children in the home right off the top of my head, um, and I thought I had written it down, but it's a fairly high percentage. And so that's why you buy insurance. Yeah, exactly. And so it's heads. not a pleasant task. But I think uh, Joan's point earlier was correct. Uh, you've got to think about this from a planning perspective first. You know, go on our website and use some tools if you want. Give us a ring. You're happy. We're happy to to do that. Um, but uh, OPM has great life insurance planning tools. And the reason why life insurance planning tools are, are helpful is that when you're thinking about how much you need, there's the concept of future value of money. A pre- taking a future need, if, if you've got a kid who's not going to go to college and, and you want their, your kid to go to college, of course not everybody does, but if you're planning on funding that for your child and you don't know if you're going to do in-state or a private school. What is what does GW cost? 50, 60, 60 grand a year. I mean, these, these year. numbers are astonishing. So if if you've got one kid entering college in ten years, another one entering in twenty years, what's the cost of that expend going to be later? And if you're not here to provide it, you've got influences on those factors. One is the inflation of the college itself, because right. that, as we know, goes up higher. And the second is you've got to discount it back for an investment of a cash payout now. So, uh, you know, there's a good, there's a, you know, some general guidelines you hear a lot from certified financial planners, six, seven, eight times your income. Um, Those are okay. But if you really want to be, if you really want to have a, a high comfort level that you're picking the right amount, you need to have this conversation with, with, um, uh, with with a, a spouse, I'm going to say that because 80 percent of the people that buy from us are married. Yeah, and you have to you have to plan. You have to think about this, and so your spouse will have insurance, and they may even have insurance on your life. So it gets complicated very quick. You can use the calculators online; those are great, or you can talk to a certified financial planner. Um, and I I think the idea is to to get the right mm-hmm. amount. Yeah, but to double to go to one five is it's just that's just uh, that's uh. Well, we have quite... a lot of we have a lot of people at seven fifty. One thing we were hearing was that um, seven fifty isn't enough. So now I've got a decision to make: Do I go to a private insurer mm-hmm. to pick up the rest? And now I have Begley, Wepa, right. and a private insurer. Right. But we're gonna 
for most people take that away, yeah. you could just yeah, do it with weight. It's, it's, it's a tremendous um, uh, benefit and foresight to offer to your members. But you have a, um, we have about five more minutes left, and I want to make sure, maybe four more minutes left, want to make sure that we hit the second new product that you that will launch July 1st. Yes, July 1st. We're going to have something called a chronic illness rider, which is... Uh, I think this one's also bra- incredibly brand new. Um, it's, modern. It, so what? it's an early payout of the death benefit if... You're while not, you're still alive. While you're still alive. If you're not, if you have a chronic illness and you're not able to perform, similar to, to long-term care insurance, there are triggers. So if you can't perform six of, or two of the six defined activities of daily living, then you can get an early payout of your benefit up to $500,000 total. It can be done for four years and the maximum is 125000 So this isn't insurance this necessarily it's it's an early payout of your existing benefit and then that doesn't eliminate the um, terminal illness benefit so if, if you do have a terminal illness you can still get an additional 25 percent so it's it's giving your you and your family members the death benefit earlier yeah mm-hmm. yeah and and we're anticipating about 20 percent of our people will like this the premium is going to be about an additional 25 percent. Um, so it's relatively reasonable cost. Um, it is not long-term care insurance and doesn't doesn't look no, it's like income. that. Uh, it's income. It's income. Yeah, and, it's income and, to people who, you know, are still for people who think who 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 want to insure against what if something terrible happens to me during my high income earning years, um, and you know that leads that will lead to death, but to you know, disables me so that I cannot earn that income in those years leading up to death um, to, to be able to get that income, you know, during that period of time is really. It, they're all difficult subjects. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, you have to face reality and it's better to do it while you're healthy and, and having a good time in life and the costs are lower. I mean, I have rheumatoid arthritis in my family. You know, I, I don't have it, but I, I might. And it's a genetically passed on thing. If you get that, this is bad. This affects your ability to function on a daily basis. This chronic illness, that's a, a, an example of, an, of a chronic illness, something that happens to you early. And that off, that's off for July 1st, too. <clears throat> yes. So we have less than a minute left, um, and I know you want to foreshadow something that will be also offered to your members in the fall. Yes. Uh, this is uh, also a really, really big deal. Um, we've uh, partnered with uh, Ernst & Young. And they are going to provide us with not just state-of-the-art planning tools for all areas of, of your life, um, college and buying a home and things that, which are, have a tangential relationship to, to life insurance, but it's financial planning. Financial planning, the whole and package. And then we're also going to offer, um, this is at no charge for members, it's not just anybody, uh, and you have to be a civilian fed to get it, and we'll... Um, offer a certified financial planner to develop a either just take questions or develop a full blown financial plan with you. These are um, this is not co- these are not commissioned people. These are not salespeople. Ernst and Young does not sell any product, and neither financial product other than Ernst and Young doesn't sell any financial products. Most of this kind of approach, when you see this, it doesn't cost anything because they're selling products and they make commission on it. That's fine, but we're not doing that. And we're going to see that in the fall. That will be in September. And, um, so we'll be happy to have get a way out to preview more of that. I want to thank both Joan Melanson from Long-Term Care um, and Shane Canfield of WEPA for joining us in today's show and um, getting this information out to our listeners.